Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like the earth is dying, we all know that, pollution, global warming, not to mention all the other lovely things the human race are doing to slowly chip away at the planet's lifespan. But let's not focus on depressing stuff like that. This week, we watched a film where the earth is so uninhabitable that the humans have flee to the stars. Or, as David Bowie might have said, there's a star man waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and see us. However, the Earth's air is now highly toxic and he would die a very slow and painful death. My name is Liam and sitting opposite me through the powers of the Internet is Tobias. Uh, you said you had a wordy introduction, but that really was a wordy <laughs> introduction. <laughs> it was. It was indeed. Hi. Uh, Hi. How you doing? Oh, all right. <laughs> I personally think it's good to have a film genre that every now and then just reminds you of the world's mortality. <laughs> yeah, sure. So we watched a film. We did. Should I? Should I tell people what it was? <laughs> Please do. <clears throat> this week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Io. As a young scientist searches for a way to save a dying Earth. She finds a connection with a man who's racing to catch the last shuttle off the planet. Starring Margaret Qualley, Anthony Mackie, Danny Houston. Director, Jonathan Hilpert. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. That's now, a thing. We watched key it. word to pick up on in that description is the word race, which suggests any sense of urgency or speed, which for me, this film did not have. Uh, I think the key word that that we should really talk about is the title io because we never got to see it no no it was it no it, it should was, have been called where have all the bees gone it should have <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> oh my bees are dead oh no <laughs> it's a bit misty out here <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stare longingly down at the beach for a while yeah <laughs> how did you find the film i okay well Obviously, we choose films that we neither of us have seen. Yeah. I have already seen it. Lies! Our relationship is built on a foundation no, of lies. Because I, I totally, I back it up by the fact of, I found it so forgettable the first time. Yeah. I think we could review it again in a year's time and I'd go, have I seen this? <laughs> Um, yeah, for me, I wouldn't even say forgettable. I would say mind-numbingly mundane. It, it, the concept's fine. This film was, what, an hour and a half-ish? Yeah. Was it longer? I hope it wasn't longer. No, it's about that. About an hour and a half. And I can honestly say that oh, it felt so much longer. Because I don't know what they did in that time. I found this film outright boring. Um, I, there was really no action of any, and I could deal with not having proper action in a film. That's fine, but the actual, like the person you follow, not likable, not interesting. Um, no. and when honest, and, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Mackie, Mackie turns didn't up, enhance the film whatsoever. Well, apart from being Anthony Mackie, yeah, and that's fine. And we've been watching a lot of him yeah. <laughs> recently because of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, but it's that thing of right, so. Only a few people are left on Earth now. Yeah. She's like, she's not pretending to be the last woman on Earth, but, you know, there's not many. And she is following her father's footsteps in yeah. trying to find basically a sort of, we'll call it a cure um, or a solution, I guess. 
into yeah. saving the earth. Because the whole point is the air has has now for some reason turned it's toxic. turned toxic. They explain in the the opening thing that possibly it was just another way of Earth doing a cleanse of us. Yeah. Which fits. Yeah. It probably went, you know what, I can't be bothered doing an ice age. I'll just turn it a bit toxic. Yeah. Um and everyone's always worried about the bees. So we'll kill them. And it was just a case of she hadn't seen anyone for such a long time. Yeah. You would have thought his appearance would have been a bit more dramatic. She just stood there. It was like, oh, it's, it's, it's a man. <laughs> but to be honest, even when he st- like, there was no natural recognition of him noticing she was there. He'd obviously seen her as he was coming down in the balloon. But yeah. then when he kind of stumbled out and got his ground, it wasn't like a there's a person here. It was just like, yeah. we're going to pretend we've known each other for a long time now. Like, in, without an actual introduction, really. Yeah. My problem with this film was, was a lack of anything interesting happening. Any Normally, in a, in a film, if you're, like, writing the timeline of a film to sell it, to, like, pitch the film, you, you, you might write, like, a timeline of, like, events or points of the film, selling points. So, like, you'd go, well, hmm. there's this action sequence. I, I want this to happen here. This, this... This happens, oh, maybe the air nearly runs out and they have to race to find a new breathing thing, you know. But there, I can't think of anything in this film, really, apart from she she goes for a walk, the or she goes out for a bit, there's a storm, she comes back, the hives are broken, which actually she doesn't seem, she has a mini hissy fit about, and then kind of moves on from it pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, considering that is the, the base of all of her work. Um, then I suppose the balloon lands. But my favourite point, and I say favourite very lightly, <laughs> is a moment which, considering that Anthony Mackie's character had already basically shown that he doesn't massively care about the research that is happening there, why was he so incredibly fascinated that there was a bee alive in one of the hives? Well, okay, in all fairness, that was a sign that it could have worked. He was looking for... a. Because, right, now this is the thing. Presumably you've all seen the film. Well, this is why you're listening to us right now. Um, we do find out that he... Has he lost his family? Yeah, they all died. Yeah, because he took her father's advice yeah. to stay. So the fact that actually I think he's still looking for that glimmer of hope. Yeah, uh, I guess. And, and to qualify why he stayed. Yeah, that makes and sense. And that, that living bee possibly meant that. But she goes, it means nothing. It, yeah, you know. for me, the problem is it had the same problem that any other moment in the film that had any chance of being a highlight. It was just so underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been quite a good short film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I had, there was enough to fill a short film. I had a little bit of hope when it opened up. Because it opens up to her already in like exploring the city with her mask and stuff on, yeah, yeah. and she runs out of oxygen, has to like basically almost suffocate to get back to her little moped thing. And I thought, oh, that's quite interesting. And I thought this sets a good base for the film, but it really didn't do anything with it. That was one of the most dramatic things in the film. <laughs> no, and I mean, just in case you hard you hard, just in case you are just watching along, the spoiler of her just taking the mask off. It was so faffy and that i didn't understand the last scene where did the child come from was that in her mind no presumably they had sex 
Did we see that? No, I thought he turned her down. I thought they outright disliked each other. No, there was a bit where, because he kind of, she had a shower and he went, oh, she's having a shower. Um, yeah, but and... you know what? <laughs> that is my exact problem with this film. Most films would go, oh, she's having a shower. Let's make a big thing out of Ivan. You know, like she sees me watching and then I have to be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't watching. Oh, or oh, now let's have some sex. But this didn't. That literally went, oh, she's having a shower. Yeah. <laughs> That's that scene. Yeah. Shall we uh, do another shot of the cliffs? Yeah, why not? Not enough I shots think, of the cliffs. I think the implication was that they they had sex, but then he went on. Most good films would have shown that, or at least outright shown show that that was going to that was that had happened. Uh, I mean, obviously there was. I think the film would have been better had it followed the boyfriend we only heard the voice of, which was Tom Payne from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, just because he's Jesus living in life, space, basically. Jesus in space. He went to IO, which the film is called. Yeah, IO. He was living the film. <laughs> the is, he went to IO. He was doing some research. He then got enlisted for a exciting mission. He yeah. said it was an exciting mission. Do you know what? The most exciting part of these films was the email correspondence that she <laughs> yeah, read out was. every now and then. Yeah, and it was the guy we didn't see who was living it. I, I didn't realise who it was until I just looked yeah. through the cast of it either. But, yeah, my, that is my problem. I found this film too mundane. N- nothing happened of any interest. Anything that did happen just wasn't enough of an impact for me to go, oh, okay. I've watched... I mean, we both probably watched a lot of films that have the same concept of the earth is dying, whether it's through natural issues or the humans have ruined it. Lately, I watched um, 2064, I think it might be called. I don't know. I'm not sure. And again, it's basically they send a load of missiles up to get rid of something bad in the sky and then the pollution rains back down on the planet and most people die. Yeah, and there's small the, the the air becomes unbreathable. Yeah, uh, they all have to wear masks all the time when they're out in public. One of them gets the opportunity to basically travel forward in time to the future because they've somehow somehow there's a time travel element. They get a message from the future which suggests they actually survive, and then he goes forward to find out how. And it's all very. I think I know this. Yeah, uh, uh, it's on. I watched it. I watched it through Sky Cinema. But, oh, I have not seen that. I know, but I will say, I think it's it's probably around. It, but, um, I don't know. I can tell you what, the, 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 the secondary character in it is the brother from True Blood. I don't know. I get the feeling I've seen it on Netflix. Maybe, maybe. But, but um, the point is, you're already see... more excited about well, that. I mean, not... 2064 wasn't that good. But it, at least it was constant action, and you were like, "Oh, I mean, this, I just, I didn't, I, I got outright bored." Like this film, we've said it before for a couple of films. This is a film that actually, in premise, should have been for us. Yeah. Um. At least with something like season one, like I don't know, like High Flying Bird, we we knew we weren't going to like it. It was about basketball. Realistically. Yeah. It was. It was. Oh, but actually, what was funny about High Flying Bird? It was about basketball, and it didn't have any basketball in it. This is called Io, and it doesn't have Io in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tease us something if we're not going to see it. But yeah. um, no, this. So this one should have had a better kind of standing. Should have had an advantage, really. But I it was just underwhelming. Um, like cinematography-wise, actually, I think that's one of the aspects I can kind of praise it on. 
because it was a very visual film. Like it did a lot of artsy shots of the countryside and this, the 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 beach and the the actual shot of the um, balloon coming down was quite nice. But yeah, I think the problem is if your cinematography is the only highlight of a film, that was gonna. It shouldn't be the selling point, really. No. Um, and it's not enough. No. It's not enough because everything, whilst I do tend to agree with you, everything was sort of murky at the same time. It was sort of like, it's apocalyptic. It's obviously because that's what it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I say. But life isn't flourishing. Nice, <laughs> but they, it was almost like they did a nice shot and then put like a, almost like a murky mist filter over it all. Yeah. So it was just a little bit, not nice to look at really. Yeah. Um, which is difficult. I'm trying to f- look now what I know Margaret uh, Right. Quite She's from. in The Leftovers. Actually, I haven't seen I quite like Left. I mean, I have to say, there's only really four cast members in it. I know all of them. I'd say I'd like all of them as well. Ah, she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah, she, she, is. she plays one of Manson's, the main yeah. girl. Kind yeah. of lures everyone in. That's true. I'm trying to see. She's in Death Note. Oh, gosh. Oh. Of course she is, yeah. She plays uh, Mia Sutton, Kira. Um, nice guys. Considering she is like the top billing person in it, yeah, I took more from every other and everyone else. Yeah, I mean, because I will say, like cast wise, it's a four four person show, and one of them you don't see. Actually, I tell you what, it feels like a play. It does. Actually, I could see this being a play because you don't expect huge action sequences in as a basic. Drama, no, it can be talky, it can take its time, yeah. And it's not that films can't, it's just it, even from the opening, like when she's explaining and we're seeing the world and it kind of gets a little purple mist over it, and we saw like sort of like the spaceships all leaving, it's like that's all interesting, yeah. I wish the film had been like that. I agree, I, agree. I actually think. They should have made the film The Exodus. Yeah. Do you know what? This film might have actually been more interesting if we'd followed Sam. Yeah. That's what I'm calling Sam. That's his character from Falcon. Um... No, actually, is it not his character? No, Micah. Yeah. It might Micah. have been more interesting if we'd followed Micah. He was Elon, doing Or maybe even just followed the dad before it all happened. I'll tell you what. If, if you're going to call it Io, have something to do with Io. Yeah. It that was it. What's that film with uh, Matt Damon where it's about a space station? The Martian. Do you mean? Yeah, Martian. No, it's the one Elysium? where. Elysium. Like... Yeah, it would have been like making Elysium, but not going to Elysium. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gravity, but it's not in space. Um... <laughs> no, that that's uh... the problem. It 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 just it was underwhelming. Um, it had Danny. Uh... Uh, is it Huston or Houston? Houston. Houston as... You know you know who he is, right? Well, I when I see him, I think of him as the Axeman from American Horror Story. You can. Um, and, I, well, I know him as, the well, one of the strikers in the X-Men film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's, he's in the new Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman film. Uh, but he's also Angelica, Houston's brother. Ah, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I just think of him as the Axeman from 
from Coven because it's just one of my favourite storylines of because it's based on an actual he's an actual serial killer. Yeah. Just hear his music and lets himself in and kills everyone. Um, but no, cast wise, we can't talk in depth about all the cast. There's not many. No. One of them's only a voice performance, and it's probably one of the highlights. Honestly, I actually I know we sort of have maybe had a go at Margaret Coy, but I'm not going to blame her. Uh, I actually think the four actors are all good. Yeah. If I I think it's the writing and the direction and mostly the pacing. Yeah, I, I will say, I don't know if you've looked into it at all, but it's not the cast it was originally set with. It was meant to no, be I Elle did. Fanning as yeah. um, Sam. And I don't know the name Diego Luna off the top of my you head. You do. Right, he is up his page. Cassio Andor. He's getting his own Disney Plus series for Star Wars. He's from Rogue One. Uh, well, that's concerning considering I don't recognise his face whatsoever. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Not one, uh, what one bit. Um, oh, he was funny enough. He was in Elysium. <laughs> 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 He's been in a lot more films I've seen and enjoyed. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. and I, I can't speak on soundtrack. I know there was soundtrack because there was a whole thing of putting earphones in at one point, wasn't there? Or was that Honestly, a different film? I couldn't tell you anything about the sound. No, neither can I, Not to be honest, at all. As, as dreary as everything else, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the I, floor is interesting. Right, I'm going to read to you okay. someone else's review. Oh, lovely. Because, you know, we're doing a review. Let's, let's see what other people are thinking. Just because it tickled me when I read it. Because we do, we like, we do try to be objective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. we do, we try not to go in with a pre predetermined opinion. Like, I, I we do always go back to High Fine Bird because it was about basketball. We weren't expected to like it, but we went in with an open mind with the hope we would like it. Right. So this review, I'm only going to read the first line. Okay. I just really like the first line. So it's it's only given it two stars. Okay. This is an IMDb. And I just like their their first thing. When you when you have a story to tell, here's a good idea. Have a point. <laughs> okay. I've got two quotes for you from different yeah. sources. One is from the Rotten Tomatoes site. Yeah. And it's the, it's a critical the critical consensus reads IO has some big ideas, but little idea of how to effectively convey them. Um and then um there is a review by a gentleman named Nick Allen from Roger ebert.com yeah who gave it two out of five stars and said however pure its intentions io is genre minimalism to a fault io isn't science fiction storytelling distilled so much as vaporized whoa i've read that so that's also that's yeah are you getting this from imdb no i'm on i'm on wiki oh i i oh maybe i did see it there um, yeah maybe i did um uh, the general consensus does seem to seem to be that it, it is underwhelming um Actually, right. This this review give it one out of ten. See it with a friend who can slap you awake when you're not off. <laughs> it oh. says, <laughs> "Yeah, uh, fair enough." Actually, right. Same same review. No sense of urgency. No interesting developments. No empathy. No rockets. No IO. The balloon was the most interesting character. Right. <laughs> I mean. The the director, Jonathan Helpert, doesn't have his own wiki page, so I can't tell you what else he's been part of. Neither do any of the writers or one of the two producers. The only producer who has a link is Jason Michael Berman, who has no discography on his or filmography on his page at all. Cool. 
So, uh, I go back to, because well, this was a Netflix original, I think. Yeah. When we've seen something, and me as a writer goes, I've written better. Yeah. Why don't I have a film made of the things I've written, Liam? <laughs> I don't know, maybe you need to get in contact with Netflix. I'm like, oh, Netflix, we've seen some of the stuff you've got. Uh, yeah. In my script, some things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First 10 pages. Yeah. First 10 pages. <laughs> Fact, choose any you, one page. Nothing happened in your page. 90 pages. <laughs> yeah. Any one page. Just choose one randomly. It's better than that whole film. People have a talk. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see us break some beehive, we'll put that in as well. If that's, if that's your selling point, we'll call it something. We'll call it... Um, the strawberry cheesecake. There'll be no strawberry cheesecake. That seems to be their thing. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, this is just feels like it's going to be a much short one because I can't think of much else to say about this without becoming unnecessarily harsh. I've enjoyed the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yes. If you want to see Machia is at his better, if not best, yeah. watch anything else he's done. <laughs> yeah. He's been in quite a lot. I, I haven't you know. seen Altered Carbon. He's in that, isn't he? Uh, but the weaker season, to be fair. But at the same time, is that weaker season better than this film? Yeah. Then watch that instead of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we can move on to the rating, I guess. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Now, here at the Manic Podcast, we don't rate it on a scale of like one out of five stars. Uh, for example, Rotten Tomatoes gave it, a th- it's got a 31%. 31? Uh, it's actually one of, the, that's one of the lowest we've had so far in Film Club. IMDb gives it 4.7 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? A hit means, did we like the film? Did we enjoy the film? Would we consider re-watching it? Would we tell people about it for the right reasons? All-round enjoyability. And a miss is the opposite. Nice and simple. So, Tobias, what are you thinking? Miss. I concur. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is a full manic miss. I can honestly say... As much as I like some of the people who were in the film, the actors, yeah, yeah. I can think of no positive elements of this film for me, as in to watch it. If someone put a gun to my head and said, I, either I shoot you right now or you watch this film again, I'd have to think. <laughs> I, I'd have to go, oh, oh I don't know. okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, no, I, it doesn't have many redeeming qualities. I mean... I when I was sitting watching it, I was on my own. I watched it on my own in the day, so I wasn't tired. I made sure of that, and I just found myself wanting to be doing other stuff. I lost interest. Yeah, I did. And I, I would mean, like to point out, it's the second time I've seen it. True. <laughs> did you think maybe I'll do a classic twice and watch it in a different language first to really kind of spice it up for me? No, I thought I'd you know at so least I'd... if you'd had to read some subtitles, you'd have had to focus on it. <laughs> I. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I had no redeeming qualities. I found no. it outright boring. I feel bad because yeah. I wanted to like it. Yeah. But I suppose the big question to us. Yeah. What are we going to watch next? That is the big question. <clears throat> next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Ooh. A timid nursing assistant gets a new lease of life when she and a neighbourhood loner track down the degenerates who broke into her house. Starring Melanie Linsky, Elijah Wood, directed by Macon Blair. Okay, sounds interesting. Yes. 
it's about 90 minutes. I can cope with 90 minutes. I've had films. a couple of like hour and a half films. I, I like that. Yeah. It's a nice simple... We did The Irishman. <laughs> oh, I don't miss those days. But I also How's kind that? of miss the days of bigger films. Yeah. You see, good. this is the thing, listeners. We made the mistake of just choosing things ourselves. <laughs> yeah, maybe for the next lot, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find a list or something. Yeah. Actually, what, yeah. I was about to say something and went, let's not put that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm cementing an idea. Let's, yeah, let's not do no, that. Let's not do that. Let's discuss yeah. that off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> now, so that's what we're going to watch next. What was it called again? I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Fair enough, and we'll be watching that. So you've got a couple of weeks to watch to watch that, and then come and join us now. Something big in the world of Manic Podcast. By the time that episode comes out, we'll be a hundred episodes old. We will. Like grey hair, letter from the Queen. <laughs> well, that's can, what, you, can you imagine that she's got that board that she's writing? <laughs> Let us set a podcast. We've got a hundred episodes. Yeah, dear the Manic Podcast. I've been a diehard fan since episode seven. Yeah. I read the, the synopsis of episode six. You didn't fancy it. So <laughs> wait. But I've been here strong ever since. <laughs> Endgame was inevitable. It was inevitable. <laughs> it was. Uh. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we'll be turning 100 in a couple of episodes. The next yeah, thing to well. come out will be a nice little mini manic all about the road to 100, pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're going to call it, I think. I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, if you enjoyed the Manic Podcast, don't forget to give us a like on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, A follow. Give it a share. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) If you're standing at nine and three quarters waiting for the Hogwarts Express, pop your your earbuds in. Because let's be real, I don't care what year it's set in, Hogwarts would have had some form of real world stuff in there there's no yeah. way students that have been risen in the real world would not have brought anything in yeah true yeah. at all yeah because you know magic's cool but popping a put of headphones in with a walkman pretty cool oh. <laughs> yeah. i mean those films were different it's basically amalgamating harry potter and star lord just yeah. pop a bam, 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 Harry and Voldemort would have been very different if it had been. Hey. Oh, Harry should have dealt with that final combat with Dance Off. I'm just saying. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't try, so he won't know if it would have worked. Yeah. So, drop us a like, a follow, share it amongst your friends, or if you didn't like it, share it with the people you didn't like. That way, they get to listen to it. Maybe you don't have any friends. Don't we? Will be your just share it with people you you've acquainted yourselves with. Maybe gain some friends. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? If you don't have any friends and you want to become part of a community and get some friends, Buy you can join our Discord server. But how would you go about doing that, Tobias? Oh, you need to uh, pay a pound for our patron. A pound is so mind absurdly cheap. Cheap, cheap as chips. Cheap as chips. Well, cheap as a pound, actually. It is cheap. I mean, actually, to be honest, chips are about two or three quid nowadays. Yeah, I mean... This is cheaper than chips. Yeah. See? We're, we're good good quality chips. Good quality chips. Yeah. Sometimes an analogy goes the wrong way. <laughs> but basically, the patron is a way for you to gain access to exclusive content. Yeah. Extended episodes of the main series. Special 
uh, episodes just for oh, I just hit my microphone. Episodes just for patrons at different levels. We do a watch along where we watch a film in real time and chat about it and just generally have a discussion about what we're seeing. Yeah, as well as some special things for top tier subscribers. Special things. But I think, to be honest, I think one of the best elements is the Discord, which you get from the base level all the way up. Yeah. You get to chat to us. You get to chat to us as well as the other supporters. And we do games nights sometimes. We do. We do, indeed. Among Us. Do you do you like throwing people out of airlocks? Come and play. I do. It's one of my favourite pastimes. It's why I'm not allowed back in Sainsbury's. <laughs> So if you want to do that, the link to our Discord will be down below in the link tree, along with all the links to all of our social medias, including our Twitter, which if you just want to search it, is at the Manic with two N's. Very, Very important. important. One day we'll be back next to each other and that will be timed better. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Now, when this episode goes live, there will also be a companion poll over on our Twitter account where you will be able to vote if you thought IO was a hit or a miss like we did. Yeah, but think to yourself. Don't just don't just say what we thought, unless you thought that. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were right about it. I mean, oh, we were definitely right about it. If Tobias. you like this film, you you need to see more films. I I I agree. Yeah, Do you have anything else to add before we close up? Before we close up for the day and head home? No, I'm good, thanks. And we're going to bring the shut down on this episode of the Manic Film Club. You forgot what it's called. <laughs> Do you know what? It's because we've just mentioned the normal episodes. We've also pushed up we're doing a mini manic. So in this episode, I've mentioned them all and yeah. it confused me for a minute. <clears throat> we're going to pull the shutter down on this episode of the Manic Film Club and look ahead to the future. So, Tobias, before yeah. words fail me more, maybe it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Stay safe, everybody. And most importantly, stay manic. I will not. Okay, I will.